everyone. Welcome to Worth the Waiting. My name is Javanna and I'm your host. If you're new here, welcome. We're just getting started. I've shared my story and where I've been in my waiting room season. I really encourage you to go back and listen to part one and part two of my journey to motherhood. God has just done so much in my life and I would love for you to hear it. And I hope it blesses and encourages you. But today I want to talk about cultivating hope. Um, I get asked often, how do you do it? How do you, when you have disappointment after disappointment, how do you show back up? How do you pick yourself up and keep going? And so I hope that through what I'm going to share and the things that I've done, that it somehow blesses you and encourages you. Um, hope is defined as the expectation of something good happening. So you have an expectation that it's going to happen. I actually recently heard a clip from Lisa Bevere and she mentioned how the word hope can hurt people because they've been disappointed. They've been, they've had so many losses and so much trauma surrounding it um, that she talked about how when some hear hope, that it can hurt. And that's a real thing. That's a real feeling. I would say to you, if you just really can't get anywhere besides being in that cycle of trauma, I would really encourage you to seek counsel. I think one of the things that even in 2021 that I discovered was I, you know, it, when I had all of the, the miscarriages and the losses, the biochemical pregnancies, all of those things, I discovered that I should have probably sought counsel during that season. And I did not, I don't know why I didn't think to do that, but that is trauma that occurred. And it really wasn't until this last September that the Lord really started dealing with some of those traumas and some of those, um, just places that I had pushed down or that had been trapped. So that's a real thing. So I just want to say, if you are in the middle, if you have reoccurring losses or you've dealt with um, stillborns or any of the, the trauma surrounding the womb, I would just really encourage you to seek counsel. Um, I think having a place to share um, and having skills to help open up your heart um, is really, really, really vital. Um, so I want to say too, that I don't think there's a formula for cultivating hope. Um, I think it depends on how you're wired. I think some of it even depends on how you were raised. If you had a good father and mother, um, to teach you how to get back up. I think there's a lot that goes into that, but I'm just going to share where I'm at or, and what has helped me. And I hope that it can help you. Um, prayer. Prayer is a big one. You know, prayer, often people think, you know, I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God and I'm going to, I'm going to beg for him to do this, this thing that I want. And yes, I would say that was me for a little bit of a season, but prayer I have found in my journey is relationship. Now I go to an amazing church that, that is the primary focus is prayer. And so a lot of where I come from with prayer was instilled even from my community. And so I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I've just learned that just with the Lord. It's been a community of people where we come and we ask for 
um, his presence to come and be with us. We ask and we come and we sit and we minister like the Mary of Bethany. We come and we minister, we sit at his feet. And so I have learned over time, this is years, <laughs> that prayer equals relationship. And so when I come in, it's often not anymore. Hey, God, can you do this? Hey, God, will you give me this miracle? It's, hey, Jesus, what do you desire today? What do you want today? Jesus, here I am. I just want to tell you that I love you and I'm thankful for my life. And that brings me, when I said thankful, I thought of the next place. It's Thanksgiving. It's being thankful for what he's done in my life, what he's doing in my life, and what he's going to do. And so I can give you some examples. What he's done in my life is he took me out of a place of religion and put me into a place of relationship with him. So I can say, thank you, God. I had a real life changing encounter with him in 2007, where I met him like I've never met him before. And so I can sit here and I can look back and I go, wow, thank you for being with me. Thank you for the relationship. Something that he's done in my life. I can thank him for my children right now. I can thank him for uh, my amazing husband. I can thank him for my community. I can thank him for the breath in my lungs. There's so much to be thankful for. I can thank him for food. I can thank him for good mental health. Um, and then things that I can thank him for in the future. I can thank him number one, that he's coming back. Praise the Lord. He's coming back to make all the wrong places, right? I can thank him for my future children. I can thank him for future connections, future relationships. So that is all unto, and what it does, what Thanksgiving does in your heart is it opens the door and it really it, it, for me, it gets my mind off of, because I'm thanking him for things to come even, it gets my, it, my mind off of me. Um, one verse that's popping in my mind right now um, in my heart is Hebrews 11, verse one. We know it well, but it says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title, the deed of the things we hope for being the proof of things we do not seek. And so I think too, just, okay, Jesus, I can't even, I can't see you physically yet, which I'm going to see you. And so I'm not even thinking, I know you hear that verse in a lot of the context we think of is I can't see my promise yet. Thank you that it's coming. But I also want to put it in this context. I can't see the promise of you yet, but I know you're coming. And so then that shifts my mind and it opens the door to my heart to go, wow, thank you that you're coming and thank you even that you came as a baby and thank you that you're on the cross and thank you that we can even have your tangible presence now. So Thanksgiving is everything to me. Um, also Psalm 100, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth, serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us. We are his, we are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So I think when I get to that place of man, enter his gates with thanksgiving. That is huge. It's an exhortation to enter his presence. And so that opens the gates of your heart. 
Um, communion is another one. You know, I grew up in an amazing church where communion, we took it every Sunday um, that we were together and breaking bread, remembering, he says to do this in remembrance of me, remembering his body and what he did, remembering his blood. Our, our pastor says it's the most powerful source on the universe, his blood. And so communion is a big piece. Community is a big piece. Friendships who remind you to keep going. Friendships who remind you to not give up. Friendships who remind you to seek his face, to not even be focused on yourself and what you want, but to really seek his face. I have friends that I get to do that with. And so I think all of these things cultivate hope. I'm going to repeat them. Prayer, community, communion, and thanksgiving are the four. And then worship is another one, worshiping him. So finding songs, I really like to find songs that are not about me, but that are about him, exalting his name above all names. A good one, like your name is like honey on my lips, your spirit like water to my soul. Jesus, you're the name of above all names, like really finding songs, worship songs that again, get you outside of yourself and put it back on him and, and get you back in that place of seeking his presence. So I hope those are some good tips that can help cultivate hope. Again, it's all unto expecting good things to happen. Um, the expectation of that. I want to read some scriptures that helped me through my season. I wrote them down and I want to read them to you. I'm also going to put them in the description below. So if you want to go back and revisit them, um, I think that would be great. I don't think there's anything better than reading the word of God over yourself. I think if, at the end of the day, if I were going to tell someone, you know, what do I do? I, I would say, go get the word of God and read scripture over yourself. Um, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, it says, and it, the power of God is on it. And what has happened to me in the middle of this journey is God has gotten stronger and he's really gotten on the inside of me. So I get to pray back to him what he is saying. So the very breath of God that is on these scriptures, I get to pray back to him. And so, and I know that pleases him. And I know that that is what is keeping me alive. And that is what is keeping hope pulsating through my veins. And so that's my prayer and my hope for you, that as you read these scriptures over yourself, that he would get on the inside of you and that he would cultivate hope within you because he's a really good hope giver. All right, here's some scriptures. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, so we fix our eyes not on what we what is seen, but what on, on but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temp temporary, what is unseen is eternal. Everything, this reminds me that everything that you're praying, everything that you're doing, you are storing up. The word says we store up treasures in heaven. It is eternal. Everything that you're doing right now, praying, it's, it's, it's treasures that are, I wish I could give more language to what I'm feeling, but it's treasures being stored up right now. This has an eternal glory and eternal purpose. You have an eternal 
purpose. Yes, even praying over your womb, there's glory in that. So Romans 15, 4 says, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Psalm 147, 11 says, the, the Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Romans 15, 13, may the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Psalm 62, five through six says, yes, my soul find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. First Timothy 4.10, this is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all people and especially of those who believe. Isaiah 40 verse 31, one of my favorite verses, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, weary. They will walk and not be faint. Romans 8, 18, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Oh, take heart, my sister. Your present sufferings are not worth comparing the glory that's going to be revealed in you. Whew, that is truth. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who is prom who promised is faithful. I'm going to say that one again. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Today, I pray that you will be hope filled. I pray that this, if you haven't started cultivating hope, I pray that you start this journey. Start with Thanksgiving. Go back, listen to the ones I shared about how to cultivate it, but start with Thanksgiving. He is worthy to be praised. And I'm believing that as you seek him first, all these things shall be added unto you. Bless you, my friend. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in today. If you will go and subscribe to this channel, like this, leave a comment, push the notification bell. And if you're on podcasts, leave a written review, subscribe to the channel, share it with anyone you know that needs encouragement in their waiting. And I'll see you again soon.